Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Adrienne, I know very little about you other than the fact that I stalk you on Twitter and that you love Prince like I do, and that's all I need to know. We could go pretend we're married now, right? We'll just talk all in song titles and album titles for the rest (laughs) of the time. Sorry, I'll stop. That'll be exhausting. (laughs) Welcome to the My Prince Story Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Marshall. This episode, I have a conversation with a huge Prince fan from Colorado, Adrienne. Adrienne and I have followed each other on Twitter since probably around the time the Prince passed in 2016. She's an awesome person and has a huge naughty side that was inspired by Prince. <laughs> but don't we all? Here's my conversation with Adrienne. What I want to ask you in the beginning is where your Prince, let's call it an obsession. Would that be fair? Yeah, that's fair. Where did your Prince obsession begin? Like when and why? How did that happen? So I was young. I was 10, I think. And my mom had a friend named Lori, but everyone called her Hobag because she was a hoe. Oh, and um, she was a huge Prince fan and she was like 19 years old or so and she had me sit down and watch Purple Rain and that was it so a hoe bag changed your life a hoe bag changed my life no hoe bag shame in here whenever I call someone a hoe someone's like oh and I'm like no 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 compliment when I say it total yeah, compliment total compliment I was so, so 10 is when the Prince of you know how many people have told me 10 years old really that's really strange what's the deal with that in fact i talked to one person that saw their first prince concert at 10 oh my god i can't even imagine okay coolest parents in the world right totally wow okay so it was the movie purple rain then that really got things going for you yes oh yeah i was like this guy with these little round glasses and these tight pants has just got me wild (laughs) you're like i want to bathe myself in lake minnetonka yes exactly and get the seat all wet (laughs) yeah i love that part yes so you've never been to paisley park Nope. What what state do you live in? Are you in Nebraska or Colorado? Colorado. Well, I don't know why I was sick in Nebraska. Because I had in my um, Twitter bio for a while that I'm Nebraska Native American, and so people kept misconstruing that that I was in Nebraska, but I'm part of a tribe, um, a Native American tribe that's in Nebraska. You know, Prince did a couple songs about Native Americans. I know. I know. Songs I'm talking about off the top of my head are "Right the Wrong" from the Chaos and Disorder album, as well as the Avalanche from the One Night Alone album. Now, before the age of the internet, since I'm so old, I felt like I was the biggest Prince fan in the world. I, I would buy every Prince thing I could find, and and I just lived Prince music. And then the right. internet, and then especially when Prince passes, all of a sudden my world has opened up to all of these other people like That's me. That's what got me on Twitter, actually. Um, I was searching for other fans who I could just share my emotions with. Yeah, um, me too. So that's that's how I came to Twitter was when Prince passed. In fact, the day that he passed, I um I had totaled my car that day. I was what? driving. Yeah, I was driving from Denver to Durango to see my sister. I had my babies in the car and like 
just gotten a huge wreck in a mountain pass, totaled my car. We had to like ride in a tow truck. It was insane. I will never forget that day. Never, never, never. Did you find out about Prince passing before or after the accident? Strange before. question. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, before. Do you feel like you were kind of in a weird mental place? I could have been, yeah. You know, just, you know, people that don't understand just won't understand. Right. But I know for me, when Prince passed, I had to deal and I'm still kind of dealing with I've never met the man, but I feel like I lost someone very close to me. I feel the same. And when other celebrities have passed and like people would like react to it, I thought, you don't know them. And now I'm the person going through it. So I've always tried to figure out why. I'm so connected to that. And I I know for sure that I was affected and I was in in the clouds after I found out. Yeah. That's why I asked the question. I thought maybe you just weren't really focused on, you know, driving. Nope. I wasn't focused anymore. And I don't want to blame anything like that. No, no, no. I don't mean it that way. So, so, but everybody turned out okay, right? You and your kids are okay. Yeah, we were all healthy. We all made it. No injuries. But um, when a highway worker saw it happen, thank goodness, or we could have been stuck there for who knows how long and basically it ripped the whole bottom of my car off wow so yeah when it comes to prince music is there anything specifically about prince's music that you can pinpoint this has definitely changed the person that i am now oh the sex (laughs) he made it so it's not shameful and i'm i i love sex and i'm not ashamed of sex and i think that he played about a 75 percent part in that I, I totally agree. For many, many years, I've blamed Prince for my perversions. Yes. They're, they're <laughs> not my... totally his fault, but he it's not that he made it okay. He made it cool. He did right? make it cool. Yes. Like, you better like get all out of the there sudden, sexy. All of a sudden, sexuality was was more than like this taboo thing. It became a thing that you could you could identify yourself with with pride. And right. I don't I don't know of a lot of artists that did it the way Prince did it because here is a guy that in theory, like on paper let's say you're you're looking on a dating site and you're like five foot two wears high heel boots screams in a high-pitched voice but right. he exudes sexuality in a way that another human on the planet cannot match right exactly yes it's so fantastic it opened up an entire world to me it really did he's probably responsible for dirtying up a whole lot of us i mean yes <laughs> Goodness for Prince. If you think about it, that impact is very interesting. Yes. Maybe maybe he's helped populate the world. Oh, he has. Oh, Oh. my gosh. (laughs) Is there a specific Prince album, Purple Rain not included? (laughs) That's actually not my favorite. Yeah, that, and for me, that's a test of a true Prince fan because yeah. Purple Rain gets a lot of people in the door. But then after that, there's something else that makes you really yeah. fall in. Is, is there a specific one for you? Sign of the Times, the album, is so well crafted. Just start to finish. No skips yeah. on that album. Um, uh, oh, my God. I've said that a million times. I totally agree. Yes. Everything about it. Yes. Now, Sign of the Times, the, the title track, incredible song. Yes. And it's good to know that one day he would like to name a son, Nate. Some of my favorite songs of all time. Adore is the best written love song that's yes. ever had. Well, uh, I think Crucial, which is a sister song to Adore, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a well-written song. And I always say that's written about me. Like Prince knew me personally and wrote Crucial about me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, Prince kind of ticked me off a little bit because I have a sister, Vicky, and a sister, Nikki. I think you see Oh my God. Is. So he yeah. cast like, aspersions on your sisters. <laughs> I'm like, you. how are you writing Vicky Waiting and Darling Nikki and there's no Dana songs? You're killing me dude oh, give me something oh yeah hmm 
Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. But uh, yeah, the Sign of the Times album, I was trying to think my all-time, oh, Ballad of Dorothy Parker is a yes. jam. Yes. I, I can't even, that song, you could start it at 3.30 in the morning. I could be in a dead sleep, like crashed out tired. You put that song on, I am up. I will yeah. listen and I will just be thinking about Prince for the next hour afterward. Like that song just grabs me. I can't say that's my favorite on the album. That That is one of those albums where I can't specify because I love Hot Thing. I love Forever uh, My Life is my jam. I mean, oh my God, Forever every my song on it. So good. Yes. It's a double yeah. album and every song on it's amazing. Masterpiece of an album. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, we, we can be honest. I mean, like for every Prince album, there's usually one track on that album where you're like, nah. Like, right. Like Graffiti Bridge, the track. Not in love with that. I, I'm not in love with that one either. That's probably my least favorite on Graffiti Bridge. Even though it doesn't get a lot of love, I love that album. The album itself is yeah. fantastic. But, but I agree on the song. Um, Venus de Milo on the Parade album, not my jam. Yeah, nope, nope. <laughs> Strolling on Diamonds and Pearls, not my jam. Yeah, yeah I but, like um, Live for Love. That's on Diamonds and Pearls, right? Yeah, Live for Love. That's the last track, I think, on it. The fucking jam. Yeah, I mean, it, that is a banging song. It, it, so it's it's interesting how we have all these albums where it's really hard to pick a song to skip or pick a favorite song. Yeah, uh, it's hard to pick favorites. And for me, it's it's kind of like I'm just kind of cruising through life, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm addicted to the Symbol album. Yeah. yeah so then I'll listen to the Symbol album. I mean, just front to back over and over and over. over. Nothing else matters to me until then all of a sudden something clicks in me and all of a sudden I'm on parade for like the next. Exactly. So I I tend to have a favorite album for a week and that's all I listen to. I joke that my favorite album is the one I'm listening to at the time. Boom. (laughs) The hardest question. In fact, uh, last episode I was talking to comedian Christopher Titus and and he actually said, What's your favorite Prince song? I want to just punch him in the throat. Go that one. That's my favorite one. Because it's the impossible question, right? Yeah. All right. So you say Prince has definitely impacted you when it comes to sexuality. Is there anything else as far as the way he handled business or anything else about him? Um, confidence. That you... His, oh, his yeah. line on style about um, loving yourself till everyone loves you too. Style is loving yourself till everyone else does too. Oh my God. I love that jam too. Yes, totally. Like, you know, I struggled with confidence, self-confidence when I was young and finding Prince and, and getting older too, I think, and having kids. But all of that kind of came together and I can always hear like, Prince's ideas just kind of helping me along to make me braver and toughen up a little bit. Do you ever have those eye-opening moments when it comes to Prince music where it's just been a part of your life since you were little, right? Right. And then as a grown-up, you kind of look back and go, oh, I didn't know that did that to me. Yes. I I didn't fit in. And I didn't realize... I didn't realize that I was one of those people that absorbed all that Prince music when I was young because I felt like he got me because I wasn't the average person. Right. In school, I wasn't cool. I wasn't athletic. I wasn't one of the stoners. Same. But I also wasn't a nerd because I wasn't smart enough to be in the nerd crowd. So the nerd kids were uncool to the cool kids, but I wasn't in any of those groups. I was just just this fugly little kid in high school, right? (laughs) Me too. So, so, pr- so it was just me and Prince. 
me in right. my room listening to Prince with headphones on. And, and that was, I didn't realize when I was younger, that's how I was connecting and feeling like it was okay to be me. Yes. It's funny how you look back and go, oh, thank God. Yeah, it's like you just, when people find Prince, it, it's always at, at the time they need him at the, at the most, I think. Prince was big into releasing those uh, those maxi singles. Uh-huh. So if you go buy a single of one of his hits, then all of a sudden there's like three tracks that you've never heard of yeah. because he just had so much music. And I remember being maybe 16, very innocent because I was forced to be innocent. I was not a good looking human. So <laughs> and I heard the song... Love to the left, love to the right. Do you know that song? Oh, I don't it's, think so. It's a B-side on a on a single to probably New Power Generation. Baby in the middle, baby in the middle, take it on request. That was the first time where I went, I could have a threesome one day. Like I was <laughs> Thank you, Prince. <laughs> oh, Prince. Yeah. Down the divine ideas. <laughs> Genius. It could happen for me. All right. Now, I understand that you never had a chance to see Prince in concert. No, I, um, you know, I met my ex-husband when I was 19 and we moved in together within about six months and um, started college and never really traveled, never focused on getting out there and seeing things. Um, And then when I finally had a good chance to see him, I had just had a baby. I was living in Denver and I had a new baby and I was like, I, no one's going to take this baby. I didn't have family around. So I was like, I missed my last chance. I think it was 2013. He was in Denver. So yeah. Yeah. Life gets in the way. It's, I've been let down by a lot of celebrities through my career and just through my life because I'm a radio personality. I've gotten to meet celebrities and it's it's almost never awesome, just so you know. But Prince has always been on the bucket list of one day I'm going to meet him, right? Yeah. But uh, even going to concerts of people that you love, sometimes you get to the concert and you're like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But when I drove to see Prince for the first time in Detroit back in 1992, I think, mm-hmm. it was when he was doing the tour for the... You know, the whole My Name is Prince era when he had Maite and all that? Yeah. Uh, he played four straight hours with no warm-up band, and it was just unbelievable. That's amazing. I think I was, I want to say it was like 19 or 20. And here I was prepared to be let down because there's no way Prince is going to live up to my expectations. Right. I've had his posters on my wall since I was like 13 or something. Yeah. And I have all of his albums. He can't possibly. No, he just blew my damn mind, right? That's I'm what he sure. did. I'm sure, yeah. That's that's what he did every show. I, now I feel like I'm just rubbing it in. You didn't get to see him. That's ter- <laughs> freaking terrible. I did Terrible human. Where was I going with that? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'd love <laughs> to hear about it. And that's what, like, when I talk to people, you know, people will tell me things I already know about Prince, and I'm like, I still want to talk about it. Like, just tell me. Yeah. If you like it, you have this thing you want to talk about, I want to hear about it because I love Prince. I have a question that really interests me because I want to know if I'm the only person that battles with this. So I have an inner conflict mm-hmm. where I want to respect Prince's privacy and yeah. I don't. So right. Totally. I need to know the human. I know the artist back and forth in the way that I have all of his God, I have everything I could get my hands on, every bootleg, every video that I could import from Japan, whatever. What I want to know though is what he was really, 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 really like as a human. Not I not too. just not just the antidotes. I want to know the real story of Prince as a yeah. person. And back to the sexuality thing, it blows my mind. I get while he was alive, everybody kept everything a secret. Yeah. 
Again, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I know people are going to jump on me for this, but I'm shocked that no one has, there's no tell-all books. There's no one coming out saying, here's all the dirty stuff I did with Prince. And Prince, like that was his identity for decades. Was dirt, yeah. The freakiest guy to ever live. Yes. (laughs) I ever heard one sex story. Not one. I wish, I wish I knew like I was just in there with a little recorder or something, seeing his sex life. Like, that just charges me up when I think about it. What if there was no sex life? What if he wasn't I really sexual? That. It's possible that that was just something he did to, you know, promote himself, right? Right. It was more of a marketing ploy than it was reality. Yeah. So maybe he just wasn't sexual, which would crush my soul. It would, it would <laughs> crush my soul, too. But I still think... That I could live live that Prince dream. <laughs> the, the hardcore purest of Prince fans are going to hate my guts, but I just, I want to know the details. I want to know the, I want to know the Prince kinks. I, yes. I just really want to know. Yes. Well, we know from um, Alphabet City, he likes to watch. Oh, right. Alphabet Street. Or Alphabet Street. I would like to do you remember back in the day? I know that I'm older than you, but I think we're close in age. I'm um, 41. I'm, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not shy about my age. <laughs> do you remember the song called Tennessee by Arrested no. Development? Oh, I do. Yes, yes. Tennessee. That's Prince. Tennessee. Oh, that's cool. They sampled the clip and paid Prince for it, but they sampled the clip from Alphabet Street where it goes, Tennessee. I just okay. learned that like a couple months ago and was like, I'll have to listen with new ears. I yeah. love finding stuff out like that. Yeah. Like he played the guitar solo on um, Like a Prayer, Madonna. And I learned yeah. that recently. Now, one of the stories that I heard, and I don't know if it's true, but I want it to be true so bad. <laughs> so Madonna was with Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. And apparently they got into a huge fight where Sean Penn punched the wall and left a huge hole in the wall, and then he left angry. So the story goes that Madonna calls Prince crying, and Prince came over and plastered the wall. Seriously? The story goes that Prince came over with the proper things and fixed the hole in the wall. In his There's little, no way. In his little suits, in his little wide leg pants, and his all heels. Like, eh. <laughs> I want it to be true so bad. It seems way too ridiculous to be true. But if I, Prince is I like, hope it's true. could he literally be a wizard and be good at everything? I think it, he was. I think he is, actually. Just go over to someone's house and like fix a hole in the wall. That's amazing. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I I choose to believe. So since you know about the Like a Prayer thing. Yes. In fact, he's on a couple of songs on that album. He does a duet with Madonna on a song called Love Song on that same album. Okay. Are you familiar with it? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I used to jam that album. I absolutely love it. My first fiance, I, I call her fiance number one. I just number him. Um, yes, yeah. I have an ex-husband now, so I'm looking for a second ex. Oh, that's on good. On the hunt, yeah. Did you ever make jokes with your with, with your husband when you were married about, my next husband isn't going to talk to me like that, things like that? No, we never thought we would part, but mm. things change. Yeah. I made that joke a lot with my ex-wife, and then look what happened. Uh <laughs> We need to make Zach a brother. You talk to your next husband about that. So, That's hilarious. So ex-fiance number one, she loved Madonna and I love Prince. Perfect That's, match, right? Yeah, so totally. We respected each other's love. It was back in 1990-ish. And so the Like a Prayer with the love, love song of them together was our jam. 
Right. I had all the print stuff. She had like the big metal Madonna sex book back in the day and all the Madonna I stuff. love that. I remember stories about that book. It was so cool. See, there's no mystery about is Madonna sexual. We know. Right, right. Totally. How are we going to find out what was really going on in Prince's pants? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm starting I, to think we're never going to know anything. We're not. I don't think. I think, I mean, he wanted us to listen to the music and that's what he wanted. And again, I get it. I should be respecting his privacy. I totally, I accept that I'm a terrible person, but I I need to know. I feel like I would peek through his windows though. Like, oh yeah, it would be foolish not to. (laughs) Peeking into his life via his music was good, but you know, it just, just made us wonder. We need to go deeper. Yeah. That's what she said. Is there a Prince song that touches you emotionally more than most? Oh, gosh. Emotionally. Um, I still struggle uh, listening to I Would Die For You. Really? Yeah, I feel like he he kind of died for us. I mean, I feel like he gave his whole body up for us. I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point because yeah. the chain of events that led to him yes. passing was yeah. because he was really, really, really hard on his body. Yes. Which laid, led to the painkillers, which led to to his death. Right. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Well, great. Now I'm not going to be able to listen to that song. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done with you, Adrian. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't <laughs> hang up on me. <laughs> it used to be sometimes it snows in April for me, but it, that song actually hits too close to it now because Prince died in April. Sometimes yes. it snows in April. I think of it as he almost um, like wrote his own eulogy with that song. It looks like he planned the whole thing. Doesn't you know it? I, mean? I don't like to really talk a lot about Prince passing, but there's something either. poetic in the way that it all went down where he started his career with a big afro. Yeah. And that's how he died with his big afro. Yeah. And that wouldn't normally be weird, but he went through so many different hair changes through the years. Right. Every album, dramatically different hairstyle. Right. Yeah. Look at him just from Purple Rain up to just what well, Graffiti Bridge was just three or four years after Purple Rain, right? And it was Five totally years. a different style and vibe. And oh, appearance. just so far away. Yeah. Oh, just from Purple Rain to the next two albums. I mean, they were so different. So for him to have the exact same hairstyle, style and oh god i hate saying this but he passed on an elevator and then there's the let's go crazy line yeah Uh, and then the sometimes it snows in april which is about losing your best friend in april and it's so strange it's literally like he wrote everything out the way he wanted it right yeah it's it's uncomfortable it is uncomfortable to think and talk about yeah. Have you not been to Paisley Park just because of life or are you a person that's not ready to do it or what, I, what are you out um, of that? I can't wait to go. It's more of life. My life has been the same old, same old for a long time. And then the past few years have just been pretty tumultuous for me. Yeah. So it's um, I will get there. I plan on it. Now, are you a crier just normal life? No. OK, well, I am. I will cry <laughs> watching a freaking TV commercial. So, okay, I'm pretty tough that way. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're a hard ass. <laughs> Listen, when I'm when I'm soaking in the bathtub, sometimes I'm crying, pretty manly like that. <laughs> yes. Be prepared. I I knew that it would be kind of emotional. Yeah. But the very first tour, I was I could. J- hmm. How do I say this without sounding like a crazy person? You were you overcome. Just, <laughs> you just feel Prince in the building. Oh gosh. 
when you're walking through and you're and you all those things are going through your head whether you like it or not you're being the person that says prince breathed this air prince walked yes. on this floor i'm walking on prince built this floor i'm walking. like you yeah. realize all of these things it, it, just being in that place is crazy it, yeah I, I felt that way in my first prince concert i was like i am in the same building i'm nowhere near prince but i'm in the same building as prince right oh that's just amazing yeah, yeah. god i say this a million times but paisley park needs to start buying advertising on this podcast um they have a <laughs> vip thing where if you go on thursdays you can go into studio b where he's recorded songs like ballad of dorothy parker yeah you can sing along to a hook of a song and then they give it to you on a purple thumb drive oh my god that's amazing i yeah. love that oh now, wow i i've done that three times and i will not play that audio for anybody because it's terrible but <laughs> But what a joy to sing into his mic. It's his mic. That's fantastic. Do you have any Prince tattoos? I don't. I feel like I wouldn't put a person's name on my body. Mm. Um, and the most common go-to for a tattoo would be the symbol. Um, and I still feel like that's kind of his name. Right. Uh, I've thought, you know, maybe a purple treble clef at some point. But um, no, I do have a few tattoos, but none of them are Prince related. I'm tattooless so far, but I am going to get a Prince tattoo soon. What do you plan on getting? If anybody steals this, oh, I don't care. So... <laughs> I'm going to choose my favorite Prince lyric. That's something I haven't done yet. Okay. Or just, just a certain part of a Prince song. But I'm not going to put the words. Yeah. I'm going to take a snapshot of what the wave file looks like. I've thought of that. And then tattoo a picture of the wave file. That's I've thought of that. That last scream in um, Kiss. Just like get that... In a wave file, get it tattooed up on me. I have thought about that. It, it would be difficult to actually tattoo the word like, ah! or, eh. <laughs> yes. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Because when somebody's like, what's that tattoo? I would be forced to go, ah! which is fun, especially in a library. Yes. That's, that's my game plan. <laughs> All right. So can you think of anything else I might be missing when it comes to you and the purple badness? I can't think of anything. No, I sure do miss him, though. Yeah. You've never used a Prince lyric like in an argument with your ex-husband or yeah, actually, yeah, we not in an argument, but like he'll text me like you, uh, you brought him the grapes from the vine and I'll be like, yes, I did. <laughs> wait, 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 was your ex-husband a Prince fan? Yeah. And it didn't work out. No, we were together for 20 years, though. Hey, that's that's a successful relationship. Yeah, honestly. I think so. Two yeah. kids, a house, 20 years. I think we did it. Now, my last ex-girlfriend, we were together for seven years. She was a ginormous Prince fan, and I, I knew her since I was a teenager. Oh, nice. But that was not enough to hold it together. So. Yeah, it's just not no. at the end of the day. Which is fine, because Prince is mine. I don't have to share them. So. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, you know, people are like, well, what about this and this with Prince? And I'm like, I'm not going to defend this man to you. He doesn't need any defense. Like, if you don't want to listen to Prince, I don't care because I love him. He would just he would probably tell me, don't defend me to these people. If they don't want it, they don't want it. And I can't think of a thing that needs defending. He's not a guy that has scandals. <laughs> No, but, you know, people are just like, oh, I don't like Prince because this or that or, you know, oh, the right, right. Thing, the screaming and it's like, oh, do your thing then. I'll do I'll do me. You do you. Now, one thing that kind of bothers me a little bit is since I follow so many other Prince people on Twitter and Facebook and all that, how Prince fans are fighting all the time. I know. And I don't I don't play that. I'm I didn't expect it. 
Yeah, hey, look, I, I some Prince some Prince fans have blocked me on Twitter. I've never I been so offended before. I'm like, but we're both Prince fans. How could you block yes, me? Yes, we love Prince. Let's, just let's keep it together. <laughs> and at risk of someone unsubscribing to the podcast, when a Prince fan is like also a Trump head, that surprises me too. I'm like, really? They don't even like. How could you be like with the messages that Prince shared? Right. How I I couldn't imagine him being a Trump fan. There's love so. for one another, and then there's what's uh, happening now. Yeah, two different exactly. things. Kids in cages, and you know, yeah. d- disparaging other races, non-white races. It's uh, it's they, they don't they don't go together for me. No, you know, back to the like Prince people fighting with each other. I've seen it happen. It just now popped up again because of the Sheila E. Apollonia thing. Did you see that? A little, yeah. Where Sheila E. did some interview and then Apollonia calls her out for doing something. I don't know. So all of a sudden, now there's people that support Sheila and people that support Apollonia. It's just another reason for Prince fans to fight each other. I don't understand the point of this. Like, this is the worst. Why would we do this? I feel like he would think, you know, these were all people who were important in my life. And the fans we don't know those people anyway they all helped build they worked with prince to build what he was and i don't think he would want any of them to be disparaged by fans there are so many people in in the big prince circle right since he's had so many bands he's nurtured so many artists along the way if you could choose just one person in prince's circle to spend time with who would that person be morris day morris day really yes yeah Now, now why is that I just feel like they were there in the beginning and I the the origin of the whole thing really interests me. It's so weird to think of Prince and Morris Day going to the same high school. You know what I mean? It's right, so strange. Totally. Yeah. I met Morris Day uh, about two years ago here in Kalamazoo and it was a typical celebrity meet and greet where you stand next to him, you get a picture. He literally didn't speak to me. So it was a little bit, it was like I was with a cardboard cutout. Aww. It was kind of, it's kind of a bummer. But the show was amazing. Morris Day still kills yeah. it to this day. Yeah. He's way taller than I thought. Is he really? I guess I thought he was a little dude like Prince, but I no. I do too. No, he's he's a couple inches taller than me and he, I'm 5'9". He nine. done something on screen to kind of... Well, and Prince is wearing the heels too. Yes. They, to- they Tom yes. Cruise Prince, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's great. Don't, let's not Let's not get the... Crazy Tom Cruise people. No, I don't. I don't need any Scientology people barking down my. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. True. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing the podcast with me. I really appreciate it. Yay! Thank you for inviting me. It was really fun. Get show notes, pictures, and more info on my Prince story at myprincepodcast.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at My Prince Podcast. My Prince Story is recorded in my cozy Prince basement in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga, Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.